Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. It's Recode Daily. I'm Adam Clark Estes. If you drive a car or truck, you probably noticed something lately. Gas prices are super high. But if you drive an electric car, you might not care. After all, you can just plug your Tesla or whatever into a fast charger for 20 minutes and get right back on the road. This futuristic scenario is becoming more and more commonplace, and that's great news for the environment. But it's really bad news for one industry. It really seems like gas stations are not long for this world. Recode's Rebecca Heilwell is here to explain. The White House has announced that it wants half of all new vehicles sold to be electric by 2030. Obviously, these will not need fossil fuels to run. At the same time, a lot of the big American automakers are following in Tesla's footsteps and announced that they're going to make similar pledges to go all electric, which means that companies like GM have said all of their cars are going to be electric early as 2035. So as we launch on this nationwide effort to get off our dependence on fossil fuels and even launch a network of chargers that's meant to support all these electric vehicles, it's not really clear what gas stations are going to do in that universe. If demand for gasoline disappeared completely, it's possible that more than 100,000 gas stations across the U.S. could theoretically be in danger of going out of business. So when you say that gas stations are not long for this world, how long are we talking about? And when exactly will these fossil fuel stores become extinct? One kind of aggressive estimate from the Boston Consulting Group has said as much as 80% of the fuel retail market could be unprofitable by 2035. And, you know, you might be thinking that even if gas stations don't sell gas, they could still make money by operating convenience stores, which is a big part of their business. But that revenue won't necessarily be comparable. And if people aren't going to get gas, it's not clear that they would just go to the gas stations just for the convenience stores. Well, couldn't gas stations just replace those old fossil fuel pumps with EV chargers? After all, there are gas stations everywhere. It seems like that real estate would be really valuable for EVs. Theoretically, they could, and some of them are, but it's a really difficult transition. For one thing, the kind of chargers that gas stations would need to sort of replace the pump are really expensive, and they're able to deliver charge as fast as 20 miles of range per minute. So that's simulating the experience of being able to fill up your fuel tank really quickly. But those cost tens of thousands of dollars to install. It's really hard to install them because you often need to change the electrical wiring at your gas station. But even broader than that, I think one of the challenges is that the way people approach fueling up or powering their EVs is not necessarily the same way that they would approach refueling their gas tanks. What do you mean by that? A lot of people just charge their EVs at home overnight the same way that they charge their phones. So that's a much slower charging than you would have with those fast chargers that I just mentioned. 
But for the average person, that's not necessarily a problem on the day-to-day since the average EV has a range of at least 260 miles. So you're not really running out of charge so often. At the same time, you know, there are public charging stations being installed that are also slower, less expensive than the kind of chargers that gas stations would need. And they basically can compete by saying, hey, you're visiting the grocery store for two hours, just charge your vehicle while you're here. Or you're eating at a restaurant, charge your vehicle while you're here. Um, Even charging stations are popping up at rest stops and near national parks. So now the gas station is not just competing with the charging that people can do at home. They're also competing with all of these other locations that say, hey, we could do EV charging, too. Okay, that makes sense and certainly seems bad for gas stations. But for folks that are traveling long distances, how quickly is this public charging network actually being built? I don't have an electric car, for instance, but if I did, I'd be terrified of running out of juice in the middle of the interstate and there are no chargers in sight. This is a big priority for the Biden administration, which now has $5 billion to spend from the Infrastructure Act to build more than 500,000 public charging stations by the end of the decade. And the goal is that eventually there's going to be a charging station at least every 50 miles on the U.S. interstate system. But luckily, that's not the only charging that's popping up. You know, state and local governments and even some utilities are also offering grants to businesses to install charging stations on their property or even build their own charging station. And at the same time, there are all these private companies, too, like Blink, ChargePoint and Electrify America that are installing chargers all over the place. And then, of course, there's Tesla, which is built its own charging network as well. Got it. And I think it's important to point out here that these charging stations aren't free are they? There are private companies getting into this business because there's money to be made. Exactly. And that's also all being worked out right now. The economics of buying electricity are not the same as the economics of buying fuels. So we're kind of seeing the early stages of what the charge industry looks like right now. Okay. But something I've always wondered about, and I have to say I'm a deeply impatient person. I don't even like waiting for the gas to go in my car, which takes like four minutes But some of these fast chargers take more than 20 minutes to top up a battery. If I'm on a road trip, what on earth am I supposed to do while I'm waiting for my car to charge? Some of the gas station owners that I talk to who are looking into or who are installing EV charging said one thing they just see people doing is watching Netflix for 20 minutes. Some of them even offer free Wi-Fi to make it easier for people to pass the time. But at the same time, you know, this has been a chance for some charging companies to kind of reimagine what the refueling station looks like. Right now, that's sort of come about as EV-focused travel lounges. So these sort of look like gas stations on the outside, but they're a bit more futuristic and modern. And then on the inside, they have snacks, drinks, and again, Wi-Fi. Tesla has already opened a hub like this in California with a lounge and even an espresso bar. And then Porsche and Audi are doing similar things as well. Well, those sort of just sound like fancy travel plazas, which I love. There's one in upstate New York. I know they sell stuff from local farms. I bought honey there once. Uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is that a future without gas stations doesn't sound so bad or even so different than the world we live in now. Yeah, I think the sense that I'm getting is that it's either going to be pretty similar and that you're going to have to go somewhere to refuel your car or you'll be saving time in your day to day because you're going to be charging at home or perhaps charging at work or charging 
while you're going about your other activities. So the power grid is ubiquitous or basically ubiquitous. You don't have to deal with burying giant fuel tanks in the ground and dealing with a lot of the regulations that gas stations do. And that sort of opens the world up and the transportation system to a lot more flexibility about how we go from A to B. Rebecca, I have to wonder, it does sound like gas stations are going the way of the dinosaur and that charging stations won't entirely replace them. So what are we going to do with all that freed up real estate, all of those abandoned gas stations when this transition finally happens? I don't really know yet, but I would love to see more of those McDonald's jungle gyms. Those always seemed really fun. I wish I got to go to them more when I was a kid or, you know, maybe it'd just be some more trees. That would probably be good too. just put more green stuff around us. Give the gas stations back to the land. Yeah, why not? All right, Rebecca, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Today's episode was produced by Taylor Macon. The mix is by Melissa Ponce from Hemlock Creek Productions. I'm Adam Clark Estes. Thanks for listening and drive safe. <laughs>